All right, guys, episode four of The Collective. Thank you for tuning in here again. We want to start kicking off uh, some episodes. They won't all be in a row here. Uh, getting to know some of the folks here at C2C that aren't on a podcast every week or, or really just kind of chatting with you guys on a daily basis. And we have an awesome initial guest here, Hannah at Hannah Lay 91 on Twitter. She covers Western Kentucky for Rivals. She's a contributor and the creative team lead here at C2C. You've probably seen some of her fabulous uh, graphic work either on Twitter or in some of the guides. Hannah, thank you so much uh, for taking some time here today uh, to sit down and tell us a little bit about you. Thank you for having me. So I, I want to start with a question, and I actually I, I don't know the answer to this, so I'm very interested to hear what you say. Okay. Where does your love for football come from? Because oh. you do all these things with football, and you're obviously uh, 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 involved with Western Kentucky. So, so where did this love of football kind of come from? Let me take you back to the year of 2001 or maybe 2002. Okay. <laughs> I was... 10 years old, I want to say, and from Bowling Green. Um, so, of course, Western Kentucky is in Bowling Green. Didn't really pay attention to them until 2002 when they won the uh, Division II National Championship. But at the same time, um, what year did the Titans move to Nashville? It was like 99 or yeah, it was late it was late 90s i think yeah yeah so it was pretty close to 2002 i thought it was real neat that the oilers moved picked up moved to like 50 minutes away from where i lived and so this is embarrassing but we all start somewhere um i had this little miniature table like a kitty table and I would just sit there and I would draw and whatever. And I'd watch TV and the Titans were on. My dad must have been watching them and they weren't doing so hot. And I decided I would draw it plays for the Titans. And it always consisted of sneaky um, 12 men. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah, OK. <laughs> just thought I'd push push the boundaries there. Why, and, why has no one thought of that before? I mean, <laughs> groundbreaking it really is see how long that would take um and so yeah it was kind of the culmination of that national championship plus the titans was in marching band so i was always kind of around football um i think i was the only one in the marching band that cared so i was always very into it um then went to western and they were transitioning from Division two to division one, got the new stadium, then to FBS. So it's all kind of a blur, but. So yeah. it, were is so you, I mean, you were saying you were talking or you were kind of watching and your dad was there. Is he a big football guy as well? I mean, is that kind of. You know, <laughs> no, no. Okay. <laughs> he, he likes to pretend. Okay. Is it is anybody else in your family a football person or was it, are you kind of uniquely the the football lover in the house i think it's me but my mom knows quite a bit she can actually throw a damn good football <laughs> wow okay i love that I but love that. she had uh three brothers so okay. Okay. that doesn't surprise me i teach her quite a bit and she catches on and then she remembers it for the next season Aww. but 
yeah, she's the one that likes to go to games with me and watch. I love that. Okay. My mom's the same way. So I, um, she, she's a big football fan. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I love to hear kind of the, you know, who plopped you in front of the TV first to, <laughs> to get you watching football, but no, that's, that's really cool. And then what did you play in the band that you, uh, that you got to go to games and everything? I was, uh, well, the French horn, so okay. mellophone and marching band. And then nice. I was the, uh, field commander, drum major, whatever you want to call it for the last two years. Yeah. Okay. Because do, I didn't want to march. <laughs> you do a little bit of everything. Uh, you have the very wide array of, of talents and, and, and stuff uh, going on behind the scenes here. Jack of all trades. Exactly. Master exactly. of none. I, I doubt that. I doubt that. Um, so you started with football with, you know, kind of the Titans moving there in, mm -hmm. in Western Kentucky. Uh, it, you, did you go to a lot of games when you went to school there? When I went to school at Western, mm -hmm. um, probably starting my junior year. I did, and I can't remember how long I went, but junior year to mid-late 20s, I went to every single home game at least. Um, I was the athletic tutor, so oh, cool. okay. I tutored mostly football players, and then um, it was kind of a respect thing. Like I kind of felt like they would maybe respect me a little bit more if I actually showed up to their games and and you know, five foot one me telling them what to do in tutoring sessions that might go over a little bit better if I actually went to their games. Okay. I, and um, you, how did you tutor, you tutor uh, your last couple years there or, or how long did you do that? Yeah, I think junior and then senior. And then when I was in my master's, I did, I think, a semester as a grad assistant. Okay. Um, so two and a half, oh. three years there. Okay. Now, what is your degree in? Because I have a lot of questions because you do, you do so many different things, but I, I actually don't know what your degree is in. So, so now I'm curious and you have a master's as well. Yes. Uh, okay. The master's is instructional design and then the bachelor's is history and social studies to teach high school and okay. uh, wasn't a fan of children. <laughs> Did, did you, you did like, um, like student teaching and that's kind of how you found out or? Yeah, I had to do that student teaching and it wasn't a bad experience, but it just wasn't a good fit. And then, you know, the cherry on top is that I could not pass the praxis for okay. history and social studies, but I did for the educational psychology part. And then I just took a step back and thought about, you know, what can, is kind of, similar in that field how can I transition this to a master's and it's instructional design which is a lot of like content creation goals objectives um, like if you go anywhere and have onboard onboarding and training and stuff like that that's what an instructional designer uh, kind of specializes in okay and that would have been mostly like high school age or or what what years we talking here so I, my master's focused on corporate and I never, oh, okay. Okay. I never went corporate. Um, I ended up staying at Western. <laughs> I have not left Western. Um, I, my mission is to become so synonymous with Western that, you know, it's Big Red and Hannah just. Well, you, you might get your wish. What, so what exactly, what do you do at Western Kentucky? Because um, I'm not sure everybody exactly knows that you, I mean, we see all the pictures that you send us all the time yeah. and, and things like that. But what, what do you do at Western Kentucky right now? 
so also an instructional designer there. So um, it's the most vague job in the world. Um, some people think I'm IT, which I, I can do IT things. Um, but it's primarily helping instructors if they're building a course or they're building a program from the ground up or someone needs some kind of training. Um, I'm just there to help them kind of coordinate everything to make sure everything aligns in terms of, again, goals, objectives, assignments, make sure that, you know, students don't get lost in the process, that everything is very clear and user-friendly. Um, it makes no sense, but it does when you're there working on it. Um, but I've been doing that for going on nine years. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's, occasionally you get to hang out with Big Red. That's the, the perk of yes. the job. Yes. Okay. That's why I stay. No, no, no uh, end of your bonus, but maybe you get to see, see Big yeah, Red. Right. So, yeah, right. That's a good trade-off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I that's a, that's, that's a perfect segue into my next question here. Cause I want to know, you do a lot of, uh, like data, data viz, data visualization mm -hmm. type things. Um, like, I don't know how deep into coding you are, but are you self-taught on all of that then? Or were those th things yes. that you kind of learned through school? Self-taught, um, through my job, I had to learn a little bit of HTML just to get me through some things. And then I was like, Oh, you know, that's pretty neat coding. It's kind of a, instant gratification to see it work and so about that time oh my gosh that reminded me of Lizzo it's about that time uh about that time I had watched Moneyball for the first time I mean shame you know I know people have a love-hate relationship with that but I thought oh that's you know that's pretty cool I'm not a huge baseball fan um but I thought, I just kind of wondered if there was any application to football and uh, discovered Bill Conley and okay. read, up, read up all his stuff. And I was, to begin, doing everything by hand in Excel and play-by-play -play data from ESPN, like, you know, going through each game and expanding that drop down and looking at it. Um, did not know at the time that there was like CFB Fast R and, or whatever it was at the time, Scrape R maybe. Um, and then once I discovered that, then I took a certificate called Math and Moneyball, I think. Um, oh, cool, okay. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, I want to say he's from Houston. He's published a book called Mathletics. Um, and it just kind of got me through the the introduction and then everything after that self-taught. Um, yeah. Have you always been kind of, you know, analytically focused or, or, you know, your brain kind of functions that way or, or, cause I mean, I, I have always said, you know, I, I'd love to get into coding and I just never have. So I, I'm just curious, you know, is that something that's always kind of been your, how you think, how you, how yeah. you process? It's very, kind of 50 50 between that and visual okay um you know with coding a lot of it can be just memorization of formulas and packages and whatever so once you get once you get that part down then it goes by a lot quicker um but yeah i think i've always been into you know into it analytically somehow you know i loved excel when it 
when I first started to use it. And so it eventually translated, I guess, to maybe coding and stats, um, things of that nature. I was always pretty, you know, decent at math. Um, not my strongest suit, but me neither, me neither. And I do it for a living. So that should really scare people. But <laughs> yes. How, how long have you, did you, you pick that up after school or while you were in school or, or how long have you been kind of you know, coding and, and teaching yourself and, and, and continuing on that, that, uh, that length of things? So I took that course, Sarah course, math and money ball, probably four years ago. Okay. And then I want to say probably for three years, I've been tinkering with R and R studio. It's probably the past I don't know maybe year year and a half that it's really picked up that things have really started to to click um I don't have to think about things quite as hard don't stay up until 2 3 a.m <laughs> on a mission to find the answer but so you have that side of things you know that that way to kind of break down and process football but you're also a writer as well I mean you you cover Western Kentucky for rivals. How did you start doing that side of things? Also an embarrassing story. Oh, um, perfect. If, if you have an embarrassing story answer for everything tonight, this is, this episode is going to be a hit. So, so as you can imagine, um, you know, it, it's Western Kentucky. It's, it's not Alabama. It's not even Kentucky. You're not going to get a huge crowd. And I think it was 20, I don't know, 15 or maybe 2015. And we had Brandon Dowdy. Um, the prior year, he had already led in passing yards and passing touchdowns. He decided to come back um, for a fifth year. It was kind of a big deal. Marshall hated us because we had just beat them in um, that moonshine throwdown or whatever they call it, 66 to 65. Um, and attendance, even though he came back, even though it was still a fun offense, its attendance still was not great. And so I wrote this BuzzFeed style article. That's articles putting it loosely. It was like a Tumblr post, if anyone remembers the days of Tumblr. Oh, yes, the good old days. And you know how BuzzFeed is. It's like the top 10 reasons why, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was very much in that format. I remember my blog's name was Rants from a WKU fan. And I wrote why people should attend Western football games. And um, that kind of snowballed. I wrote a few more. And then um, one of the rivals guys, he's like, hey, we like your stuff because <laughs> – you know, it got a lot of buzz, <laughs> buzz feed. Um, and he said, we'd love for you to write for us, but just tone it down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So probably, you know, once I segued more into traditional writing, I learned probably more than I ever have about football, um, you know, still had that little sarcastic side to me, but yeah, learned how to, to write about it. You got to have your own style. So yeah. sarcastic is as good as any. Yeah. I, 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 I firmly believe that. How, how often do you write 
for them? Like uh, what's an average, I don't know, month or year or how many kind of pieces or articles are you putting out? Um, not as much anymore, barely any. Uh, <laughs> it's mainly analyzing the enemy before each game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 12 to 13 um, a season. It used to be quite a bit more. It was just, it's tough for me to write because I'm such a perfectionist sure. that, you know, when they said they would want something, I'd be like, I'm still working on it. I got to get it perfect. I remember the first couple of seasons I did um, a breakdown of every single team in Conference USA and kind of like, where's the offense? Where's the defense? Where would I rank them in the conference going into the season? And it was a one woman show. And <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So now my focus is just those analyzing the enemies. Um, and then there's a few other people that write. So they're more year-round, full-time, better at um, interviews and press conferences. And I just like to be like my little Harry Potter self in my closet and just type away. Well, you did, you've did. you done a couple for us, too. Uh, the, the 411 articles that have always been a hit. Um, yeah, I think I overcommit and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do every single conference. <laughs> yeah. And then since July gets here, that seems like not such a good idea anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I have a very similar problem. So yeah. um, you can definitely relate there. Um, are you, Not to put you on the spot. Are you planning on doing any of those for us this year? Yes. Okay. And I've, I've done the one and I, I think I started going alphabetically. Okay. Um, but then I decided it might be a better use of time, my time, everyone's reading time, if I focus kind of on the most interesting ones. So not necessarily every single conference, um, but just kind of the big storylines. Um, and I think I'd switched it. Last year I did four teams, one player, one coach. And this mm-hmm. year I've switched it to four players, one team, one coach allowing more of a focus on players. Okay. Is that, do you, are, are you kind of a storyteller focusing on, on, on players specifically, or do you kind of look like to look at, you know, things kind of zoomed out or what's your kind of preferred approach to, to writing or, or talking or, or thinking about college football? Yeah. I'm, I'm probably more of a storyteller. Um, but then as I've gotten more into data and analytics I, I feel like I'm kind of backing off storytelling a little bit because <laughs> no one has time for the novels I want to write um which that, it's good to balance the two because then I'm not sitting there for weeks on end writing a novel and I can focus more <laughs> has writing and, and covering western Kentucky given you any fun kind of stories does any do does one maybe spring to mind to tell us here or 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 no i don't do much uh, in terms of like sitting in the press box or anything um i've done it once that's probably my only story um, okay how was it i've never done it it was it was very interesting um because what I do when I do the analyzing the enemy, it's always a day or two before the game. I get mm-hmm. it posted before. It's just a position breakdown. Who has the advantage? Um, but one time, one of the rivals writers couldn't make it. I don't know. He might have been getting married. And last second, he was like, 
can you cover for me? Uh, those weddings will spring up on you. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Last last minute. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah, as if he did not know it was coming up. Like, Shane, you had a while. I was going to say, I'm going to assume this was a guy. Yes. <laughs> that That's that's just my first guess. Um, And I remember it was, shoot, maybe 2017. I believe it was Mike Sanford era, the, okay. the two years we had him. And we were playing Louisiana Tech. Or it was either Louisiana Tech or um, an FCS team. But I was actually... No, I'm getting my stories confused. There's two stories. But yes, I went to the press box. I watched the game, covered the game from up there, live tweeted... Um, no one talked to me. I talked to no one. It was very awkward. No one knew me. I had to ask the SID. I was, where do I sit? <laughs> he's, he's like, over there. And there's like a name tag. And um, they had food and dinner. And that was all nice. And then there's no easy way to get to the uh, post-game press conference. You have to run out go on the other side, go outside of the football field, run around, go to the other side. Really? There's no connecting. And so by that time, I was just too late. And I was like, I'm not going in and drawing more attention to myself. So sorry, rivals, not going to get this for you. But it was neat to sit up at the very top and watch the game and cover it. And then my other funny story, which, <laughs> thank goodness this is um, – just who's listening to this? I can't remember. So it, yeah, it's for our NIL members. So roughly, you know, I, I'm not supposed to drop numbers on here. Uh, not a ton of people. Okay. Not, we're not talking thousands of people. Here, okay. So, so this will not be like public, but I was no. at a, um, a bridal, I don't know what bachelorette trip. I couldn't think of the word. And they wanted to go do all these um, fun shenanigans that I just did not want to get into. And so it was a game day and I don't miss games. And I, I lied. I was like, oh, I'm going to have my credentials pulled if I don't make this game and cover it. And so I just left. <laughs> so she does to this day does not know that I fibbed. And hey, you know, but, oh, OK, so I will definitely make sure. That this doesn't get out then to yeah. protect yeah protect that secret for you yeah, yeah. it's safe here <laughs> have you ever at any point considered trying to make covering college football your whole you know you're like you're, you're like a full career i'd say just football in general okay would be the goal what okay. that is i'm not sure i'm very open to whatever that might be um but yeah you know I'm thankful for my job where I am now. Um, I have met a lot of neat people. Um, it, it's not a very stressful job usually. But yeah, I think as time goes on, it becomes more clear. Like, I love football. What would be your dream job in football? Oh, I don't know if there would be a title for it, but anything that would... We'll make one up for you, just for you. Anything that would combine kind of what I'm doing now with you all is combining you know the graphics especially if those graphics combine uh, stats 
-hmm. I've been trying that out on my own with Western stuff is combining graphics and stats and how that looks together because yeah, I can post a chart or a table, um, but then I don't get to do much of the graphic design side of things if I just download that table. Sure. Um, so I've been trying that out. I like that a lot is combining the two. Um, yeah, cre still something relatively creative. No, I, I love that. And yeah. um, I mean, I think you you just have an eye for things that, you know, I don't. Most of the rest of us don't. And that was that leads me right into, you know, another another talking point I have here for you. I, I just want to know, you know. I know you kind of pull inspiration from a lot of different places. You've told us at, at different times, you know, oh, I, I kind of was looking at this and, and, it, and it, you know, gave me the idea for this. But just you know, creativity wise, do you, what what do you usually like to pull from or, or what 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 kind of helps you design all these really cool graphics that, that you've done? I mean, you've done the like the, the committed ones for us. Um, now that we have, you, you did that one for, for volume pigs the other day, you've done the cover of the guides for us. You've designed the interior like pages themselves. Um, you've done a, a ton of cool things. Some of the, like the YouTube, um, you know, uh, type mm -hmm. stuff. So wh where do you pull a lot of your inspiration from? Um, probably there's this Twitter page, um, called skull sparks. Skull. Oh, yeah. I follow them. Yeah. yeah. I get a ton of inspiration from them um, probably because they are so random and they're pulling from a, a bunch of different schools. So it's um, you're not getting the same look every tweet. And then it just gives me some inspiration. I know with the, um, the banner for YouTube and Twitter. That's the word I was looking for banner. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, Oh shoot. NFL. Oh, I have to look that up right now because this is going to kill me. Good morning something. Good morning, NFL. Yes. Is that the one with the or K around, Adams used to be on or? Around the NFL. Around the NFL? Okay. Okay. That is a take on that. Um, yeah. All my inspiration is pretty random. Um, the second I see something, I'm like, oh, I see this fitting here with Campus to Canton. Do you save um, stuff? Like, do you have like a, a a a bookmark folder just full of things that you've kind of bookmarked? Is you'd like no, to but play I on should. it someday? Or... Oh, <laughs> Honestly, it all happens like that very second. The second I see okay. it, then I go and I make the graphic that I need to start bookmarking because <laughs> that no, would I, keep I, me way more organized. Organization's overrated. Yeah. I, I, I've always said that. Yeah, yeah. So besides football. What else do you like to do in your free time? I know you're a golfer, right? I'm or a golfer. at least your nephew's a golfer. And yeah, he's he's the next tiger. Um, I golf. I attempt to play tennis, but that's a sad <laughs> experience. <laughs> I don't like running. That's, so. that, that that's that's kind of a barrier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you tennis. know, yeah. tennis, running. You gotta do both. Um, Knitting, I'll knit whenever I feel up to it. Also, whenever I feel up to it, I'm a huge thrifter. Okay. I've got a problem. It's like a treasure hunt for me. Um, so, like the bougie or the fine, like, oh man, that gives me a sense of satisfaction. Um, what do you usually like to, uh, to, to knit or sew? 
I'll knit um, like beanie hats. Okay. Uh, I don't know what you call it up there. Some people call it toboggans, but aren't toboggans what you put on your feet or sled or something? Yeah, I, I mean, I know the word toboggan as to be a sled. Um, okay, that's I've, what I've I never thought. heard it referred to hat, but I'm sure, you know, that, that all these things are regional. Yeah, we used to say beanies here where I am. Cable knit beanies. Okay. Um, one time I knitted, I don't know if you ever saw Hunger Games. Yeah. But she wears this cowl and mm -hmm. she's like, it's in the wintertime or something like that. And I knitted that. Um, then sewing, I like to dupe luxury garments. So oh, there's cool. like okay. a Dolce Gabbana dress and I don't want to pay $3,000 for a dress. So I found the fabric from a seller in China. <laughs> bought it for him waited three months and duped that that's and, awesome do you do yeah. that often no it's sort of like similar to graphics as i just see it i like it i make it <laughs> i love it you have a picture i don't remember if it used to be your twitter picture or not but it's your one in our slack you're wearing a, a beanie did you make that one i did it looks very comfy it I is. actually always thought that between that that jacket and that be that beanie, I was like, she looks very comfortable in that. I think I made it just for that trip. Okay. I'm I'll... I'm very extra like that. Very nice. Okay. Um, do you do like sweaters or blankets or anything like that? Or yeah, I've done a few blankets, um, sweaters. Rarely, I made a Gucci dupe one time. <laughs> that took a while. Now I just want to see your wardrobe with all these things that you're saying that, oh, yeah, I, I, did, I duplicated that. I, like, I, I'm very curious to see some of these items. My, my colleagues say it's like a different costume every day. They just don't know which character I will be that day. But yes, it's an interesting wardrobe. I love it. And so it seems like a lot of your time is spent with creative outlets, whether it's football yeah. or, or, you know, a, a variety of other things. That's that kind of seems to be what you spend a lot of your time doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. definitely. Okay. Um, I, I want to ask you before I get you out of here, well, I'm going to rapid fire a couple of questions at you, but I want to mm -hmm. ask if you have any just overarching thoughts about college football as we're kind of making our way through spring here. Anything that you, you know, a call, a bold call or a flag plant you want to make for this year or, or something like that uh, about anybody. It doesn't have to be Western Kentucky. Okay. Um, and you guys all call it Western there. Is that, it's just, it's just Western. Yeah. Usually Western, okay. um, but to, you know, people that aren't from Western, it's usually Western Kentucky or WKU. Yeah. Um, no, like, bold, hot takes or anything like that. The thing that's on my mind right now is um, Hugh Freeze talking about spring games. Mm, Did okay. you read in, about how he thinks they should be playing other schools? He said Auburn should play. I don't know if he said UAB or Troy and then Alabama play the other. Yeah, I, um, I did see that. Games. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that's been on my mind a lot. I go – both ways on if I like that or not. Um, you know, that wouldn't work in every single state because Kentucky, you've got three schools. It's not a nice, even number. Um, but as far as like spring games and who I'm looking forward to, um, I've been thinking a lot about all the Conference USA schools that have gone over to the athletic 
AAC, um, UTSA, I'm fully convinced will win that. They're just that good. Frank Harris, yeah. all those receivers. I, I can't believe Frank Harris still has eligibility. I know. He's like Brandon Dowdy. He just, he doesn't run out. And I can't complain about it because we did the same thing with <laughs> Dowdy. So it's very true. It's very good. Find, for them. find those extra years where you can get them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that, so, um, a couple of questions here before we get you out and I'm just going to, I'm going to rapid fire a couple at you okay. here. Um, favorite food. Italian. Just, Italian. Okay. I'll just wrap it up all in one Italian. Like just like the pasta part of it. The, the, the pasta. Like, okay. Okay. Uh, dream vacation. Um, Montana. Okay. Are you more of an outdoorsy vacation kind of person like hiking and things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a beach person. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, Yellowstone. Put me in Yellowstone. I'd be, I'd be golden. Have Have you done some of um like the the national parks? Have you Have you been to a bunch? I know my my sister in law. That's her goal right now. They're they're trying to go to all the national parks over the next decade or something. No, I would love to do that. We have Mammoth Cave here. Um, okay. that's about it. So, okay. Fa- well, what? Favorite place you've you've been so far? Then, like, what favorite trip you've ever taken? Um, Hawaii. That's where my dad's side <laughs> you, is from. You <laughs> but just I don't said like the beach. No beach. But I liked <sighs> I like knowing where he came from. Why okay. I was there was sad because my grandparents had passed away, oh, okay. <laughs> and it was their like joint uh, ceremony or okay. memorial, whatever you want to call it. Well, now I wish I'd asked this earlier because now I you you your dad's side of the family's from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. very cool okay yeah and and but now he lives in now your whole family's in kentucky oh, yeah. or oh yeah well yeah um he has a sister in california okay and then everyone else is kentucky my okay. mom's side is kentucky favorite sport to watch if you're not watching football are there any golf golf okay did you watch the masters yes who's your who were you rooting for um, probably Kepka. So okay. I didn't okay. really care. Um, sad to see Tiger out. I like speed yeah. a lot. I just, I like them all. I'm convinced I would like, I'd be friendly with every single player. You, so you, do you have a favorite golfer or are you kind of just, you know, want to watch good golf, exciting golf? Uh, I like Dustin Johnson and, okay. um, Justin Thomas because he's a Louisville boy. Okay. You're, I, I don't know anything. Well, I, I, I watch enough ESPN to know, but you're pushing my, my limits right now as to how much <laughs> golf I know. So, I, I, I know Dustin Johnson. I don't think I've ever heard of, of Justin Thomas. So he's okay. Tiger's best buddy. Okay. Okay. Same age or CEO? Oh, no. I think I'm older than JT. Um, but that's my nephew goes through JT's. Uh, he has this little junior PGA league in Louisville and oh, that's cool. where okay. my nephew goes. Okay. Very cool. Well, Hannah, thank you for sitting down to talk with us a little bit. Um, again, you can find her at Hannah lay 91 on Twitter. Um, a bunch of her work, whether you know it or not, probably hanging around over at campus to Canton and again, uh, Western Kentucky uh, for rivals, although that sounds like it's going to be more in season this year. Hannah, thank you so much for giving us a few minutes and for everything that you do here at C2C, I think um, 
your your contributions you know people might not necessarily know it's you but i um we we love your work and we we really appreciate all of it and we're, we're happy to 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 be able to work with you uh pretty much every day well thank you i love it here well thank you all right well we will catch you guys uh on the next episode of the collective um no idea what the what the uh the topic will be but i'm sure it'll be something good so uh have a good week guys <laughs>